Welcome back to the Simple Farmhouse Life podcast. I promised in my last episode that I would do a Q&A with my husband Luke and we recorded a Q&A for you, but it ended up being a I laugh until I cry session for about an hour and a half. It was super fun. My husband was in a mood of just like, I guess just entertaining me. I was thinking about this and it comes down to, I have been putting myself out there on the internet for about five years now. I sit in front of microphones and regular, regularly talk to a camera that nobody is standing behind. I tried to remember back to when I first did that and just how awkward it is and how it's hard to imagine that somebody on the other end of it actually cares unless you're the person who is putting this content out there, getting all of the feedback and just used to that whole process. And if you don't believe me, I challenge you to go set up a camera and then just start talking to it and pretend that the people on the other end care. So I was thinking about that with this Q&A with Luke. I'm just throwing him into this world and he is like, seriously, how do I take this seriously? How do I answer these questions in a serious way? So I edited it out a lot because I don't want anything that's just sarcastic and genuinely hilarious to come off wrong, especially when you all just don't know my husband that well. I'm including what I think is hopefully helpful to you and just know that we had a really fun time with this, even though I'm not sure that I can keep a whole lot for you, but it was hilarious. And at the end I handed him the phone and I just like, you just answer whatever questions you want to. And he was just spouting off all kinds of hilarious answers to me. Anyways, I, I find my husband hilarious. And I'm laughing daily from all that he says. He's just very clever and quick with his responses to things. He doesn't laugh or think it's funny. He's one of those types where I think everything he says is hilarious and he's just sort of dry about it. But anyways, for what it's worth, here is a Q&A with my husband, Luke. This episode of the Simple Farmhouse Life podcast is sponsored by my new blogging success masterclass. Luke and I spend our days on our homestead documenting our life, showing projects like how to build a porch swing or making over a part of our house. We make our living day in and day out side by side with each other and our six kids. And it has truly been life-changing for us to be able to earn our income in this way. I teach you in my new blogging success masterclass how you too can start a blog, earn money, and make it a profitable business venture. If any of you know my sister, Laura, from our oily house, her husband recently came home from his job too. I've had her on this podcast a few times and we're actually going on a little girl's trip this weekend. And so we're hoping to record a podcast on the drive if our babies don't scream the whole time. Anyways, she'll be back on shortly, but she followed my exact model about two and a half to three years after I started it and was able to bring her husband home in two years as well. And so that was just so encouraging to me to prove that it isn't a one-off situation where, yeah, sure, some people can make it in blogging, but it's very rare. My little sister did the exact same thing. She now is working side by side with her husband, documenting what they cook, what they're making, and with their five kids all at home, homeschooling. So make sure to check that out. You can find my new masterclass at bit.ly 
forward slash farmhouse blogging school. That's bit.ly forward slash farmhouse blogging school, all one word. My name is Lisa, mom of six and creator of the blog and YouTube channel, Farmhouse on Boone. Join me as I share with you my love for creating a handmade home from scratch cooking and a little mom and entrepreneur life along the way. Today I have my husband Luke with me. You can tell because he doesn't know that he should be watching podcast episodes. <laughs> Sorry about that. You all really seem to enjoy when he shows up, whether it be on video or podcasts. He's a hard man to get. He's usually got a full schedule. <laughs> well, that's about to change tonight. You'll never want to hear me again. <laughs> He's going to make sure of it. <laughs> So we're going to dive into some of these questions that I put out on Instagram. I promised last time I'd do this. So here I am so. delivering on my promise. Uh, <laughs> all right. So the first one on the list is a good one for you because, well, you'll hear why. Favorite part about living in our great state of Missouri? The recreation's really good. Mm-hmm. You know? So we have something called float trips. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned this, but other people from other states, I just always took for granted that they knew what that meant. We go on float trips in the summer. I think they all know about it by now. Okay. They don't, they really don't though. I I think it was like, people don't know about them like three years ago. Now they pretty much everybody Enough people have shamed them for now. Everyone's always like, you don't know. Well, we have some very beautiful rivers. We also have beautiful hiking. We... Went on a hike in a state park today. We plan to go on one tomorrow. And so just lots of beautiful outdoors here in Missouri. You don't really think of Missouri like that, but there are. How to stay in shape with all the potatoes and bread you cook. So again, hiking, it really helps with that. I thought those were good for you. Potatoes, well they are, but people worry about their- Carbs. People worry about their carb intake. I actually was asked just the other day, by someone if I actually eat the bread I make. <laughs> Whenever you get, there's any leftover for you. Yeah, I do eat the bread I make. I don't avoid it, but yeah, I guess I do have a lot of people to share it with. <laughs> there's enough, eat, enough eaters to yeah, get rid of it all. Pretty much. Also, I don't work out because I just, I don't have any good excuse. Luke, go ahead. <laughs> it's some big deal. I jog a few miles in the mornings. <laughs> like it's a, He's basically I a, don't do anything. But uh, on the other hand, I look, he basically, basically a runs a marathon triathlete. every day. <laughs> okay, well, That's how I act sometimes I'm about it. <laughs> I get back like whew. Well, you, that was I mean, a long block. Just going. In the past it was always splitting wood. That was my favorite. You still That's the best. Okay. And it sounds the coolest for homestead stuff. If given $100 and someone told you to spend it frivolously, what would you buy? I think I maybe know what you'd say. Probably some American-made jeans. Maybe that's not frivolous. Frivolously, I'd probably buy like three pairs of the, some nice, really nice running socks. <laughs> Do you know, like putting new socks on, it just feels like wearing a cloud, you know? Are it there $33 running socks? Hmm. Probably. You can, you can get ridiculous with anything. With but. running gear? Yeah. All right. Me personally, 
frivolously. I'd probably go out to dinner. Just out to dinner. That's right. That's for a lie. All right. How do you decide on big purchases for the family? Does anyone have a final say? It helps when you're both relatively frugal or extremely frugal. Yes, it does. But we just discuss it together. Yeah, I don't know that we've decide. ever had a disagreement where one of us decided that the other one We've always kind of just talked about it. Yeah, I don't think we've ever had a moment where one of us didn't want to spend on something. Well, 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 that's not true. We never had a moment like that. With the house, it was something we weren't sure right away, but ultimately mm. nobody really had the final say. Because I don't think either of us would want to move forward with something if we knew the other one didn't want to do it. All right, how do you ask Luke to watch the kids? Like a look into your combo and how that goes. Um, usually just if we, if there's something that I need to do with a few kids, I'll just be like, hey, do you have so-and-so? It's kind of been a zone defense. Yes. It's been taken, it's taken a, a little while to get used to, but I think knowing each other's expectations. That's really helped. Because at first it's more of like an unspoken like thing until expectations are put out and then you each other knows what mm -hmm. the other wants and you just are trying to be as helpful as possible. Yeah, I think for a lot of marriages, it's the default that the wife has the kids. And I don't know that that's necessarily a wrong thing, but um, with us, I usually am the one who's, I would say I'm the default, unless otherwise specified. What, for kids? I mean, everything's, it's just, it's so, it's so, it's at so this fluid. point, that's yes, the word for that's it. true. It's very, very fluid all the time. Depending on the day, it's, depending on the, but if we're it in It sounds a, cheesy, but it was like the partnership thing. It is. But I also feel like sometimes in early marriage, people get upset when they, whenever the wife is like the default for the kids, because usually that is how it is. But I think I've come to just understand and appreciate that part about a woman. Like if we're at the same place, like let's say we're both just, we're not working, we're both somewhere, like my parents, for example. Usually like you will take several kids and go on a long hike, but it would be if we were both there and I would just assume I had the kids. It's, it's kind of funny, like dads don't babysit. That's, well, that's just not cool. Like you don't just, oh, I'm just babysitting. No, because they're your they're kids my, too. They're my, they're my kid. But we're created differently. So, yes. So you have this. Yes, I'm not saying that's this, a bad like, thing at all. Full. I'd rather be focused on a few kids. Yes, I always have, have an awareness like, of full where everyone is. Picture of everybody and. Yeah. So the way usually we'll work that out, like for example, last weekend at my parents' house, he took four of the six on a long hike, and then. I just always know where everyone is and that's, whereas he was very focused on those kids, I always am like knowing who has who and it's sort of the default. I think most moms experience that because like you said, it's just a mom thing. A lot of people ask, what do you guys do for a living? And I always 
I forget that I have a lot of new people who haven't followed along a while. So we do our blogging and YouTube full-time as our family's full-time income for, it'll be three years this coming May. Wow. Can, can you believe that? No. It's almost three years. Full-time. So this is what we do. We create projects for the blog. We document our family's lives. We share our homestead and projects around here. I was thinking back to last spring whenever we were building the picket fence and the arbor and the cottage. And for a while now, we've just kind of been inside mm, doing yeah. a lot of cooking. But in the spring. Tonight, it's like 50 degrees outside tonight. Mm -hmm. it felt, I was like, oh man. I know. I'm ready for spring. I can't wait. What is something you hope to accomplish within your home in the next five years? I don't know if they mean like a home project or like yeah, bigger, bigger things. <laughs> I guess any goals I'd set would be more like where I want the kids to be or yeah, that's great. Where I want their man. I, I want, I want, I'm picturing like all the kids just jiving and having a really fun time together and family, like just being yeah, like a family team and just really enjoying each other. And just being happy and helping the community somehow. Yeah. That sounds good. And we're trying to accomplish that by spending a lot of time together. We're here all the mm. time. Breakfast, lunch, dinner, homeschool, and then... Oh, man. Five years seems like such an eternity away. Like and, a whole presidential And not term. at the same time, though. Yeah, we know from the past that it yeah. goes by so fast. Five years ago, so I just had a little newborn Jude. Wow. How do you transition from having one to two kids and more? Do you remember much about those transitions? Seems like forever ago. Ruth to Johanna? Yeah, who were we just talking to? Somebody the other day that had that has two or three kids, and they're like, oh, I don't know how you... I don't know. Do I have that conversation with people all the time, but I don't remember specifically it recently. More, it felt more stressful then. Didn't yeah, it, it really, like, it did. I mean, at times this is of course stressful too, but yes, this it felt more like yeah, worried or something. Like, yes, which makes you realize it's more it's more about how you're feeling about it than the external circumstances, because clearly six kids is more stressful than two, but it didn't feel that way at all. Like there's more going on with it. What? I was trying to think of that Jim Gaffigan joke where he's oh, like, Oh yeah, you have. <laughs> I'm, it's like you're drowning and then someone throws you a kid. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> that's not really true, Jim. No, to Maybe me. Maybe for you it was. Yeah, I mean, everybody's different on what transition they thought was hardest. I thought zero to one for sure. Yeah, I'll always yeah. say that because you're it so was inexperienced. Like you, you've already got experience after you have a few. I had no confidence, no experience. I had, I just didn't know. I thought every little sound she was making as a newborn was bad. I just we called in every like you. I did. Like, I called I the doctor called all the, the time doctor for advice. I've literally never called the doctor for Daniel or Micah, stuff. and I, I called the doctor. Like she's making this little noise, like, <gasps> <It's> like <laughs> that's normal. So Laura and I have a running joke because her, she just had a newborn, my sister, in November. And my mom has said things a couple times like, oh, he's doing this with his lip. He's doing this. And then my sister said something, my other sister. 
and we always just say it's normal it's normal it's normal because everything with newborns they do weird stuff you know but they all do the same weird stuff. yes they all do the same weird stuff they have the same like flaking skin and weird little breathing noises and quivering their lips like they're cold but they're not they're confusing those little newborns they really are but once you've had a few it's it's just they're like just yeah normal. and you learn that you can break all the supposed rules so with my first i thought i was messing her up but i didn't have the perspective of having older kids to realize that they all get through certain phases and everything so but the way that you do it because how do you transition you just you know there's really only one way to learn something that's my philosophy in life there's a reason that you have a nine month gestation yeah <laughs> to get used to it yeah and uh i don't know I'm not a person who needs all the details before I try something either. So usually it's like, I know that I can learn so much more by just diving in. And when did you and Luke meet? We met when I was 19. I believe it was in October of 2005. Five. Five. The best day of my life. <laughs> I was... <clears throat> Seriously. I was 19 and he was... 21 ish. No, you were 20, Luke. Are you sure? Really? Yeah. Was I really that young? No, 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 no. Yes. Were we ever that young? Yes, sorry. You were 21 and I was 19. I was about to be 20. Do you also admire old houses and antiques? You know, yeah, I do. I, 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 I always like form. I always like function over form, but I mean. You also do appreciate doesn't? artistic things. Yeah. Maybe even more than the average male in a good way. Maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. Do you sit down and do budgets together? We never have. What has our deal? Like, like once again, it's just like frugal yeah so for like our know. philosophy with money has always been no spending it unless you have it and so it's just we're very frugal by nature it, you can go back to hold on this is a podcast episode that okay so it was episode 55 i shared money saving tips from a naturally frugal girl so this is where i just talk about what things people who are naturally frugal do and some people definitely have to make budgets and spreadsheets. That is not our personality type. It's never been. And it actually works for us, despite what Dave Ramsey might tell you. And I do really like Dave Ramsey, but some people do just have natural frugality and don't need to plan out everything to make the budget work or, you know, I mean, the lack of budget. For us, it was really like whenever we became Christians and our perspective of what prosperity looked like through the world and I think that's what really did it. I also do think it has a lot to do with how you think about things because when we were first married I never well I guess I did a little bit of work whenever I was pregnant with Ruthie but then I always stayed home with her and we weren't making a whole lot of money but I never felt like we didn't have like I never felt like like perspective you're saying, or like, anything. Oh, of course. I mean, 
I guess I just didn't want anything. We were always well off as kids. We were never like wanting as children. True. But even once we were married though, and we didn't have like extra money to spend on things, I never felt like, oh, if only, if only we just had all of this money, I could do all of these things. I mean, I obviously wanted to bring you home from your job, but I no. never felt like, oh, but wouldn't it be nice if I could just. What is that one verse? What? Contentedness. Godliness with contentedness is good. Oh my gosh. Godliness with contentment is great gain. Yeah. Um, that kind of is just like, you already have, you're like joyful with what you have. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you try to be appreciative. And what are his thoughts on the blog being a business? We were always on the same page about the blog being a business. That is one thing I had a lot of people come to me and ask, what do they do if their spouse doesn't want them to do a blog? I always had your support. You always wanted me to pursue the blog. We always had a goal of it being our family's full-time business. I mean, I would say always. No, okay, sorry. Yeah. You, I had your support. We didn't necessarily think, oh, this is going to be a full-time business from the very beginning. I mean, we had tried other businesses. You, you had, what, like other little businesses yeah. before. I don't know. I mean, what would, I would support you in anything you did. And this just happened to really take off and do well. Yeah. And you, and you enjoyed doing it. But we, we pursued this as our full-time business with that intention yeah. together long before it was doing well. Well, yeah, yeah. Probably when it was, I mean, hardly making anything, we were like, we wanted to make it yeah, something. Yeah, like we sat down and had that planning, like the yeah. first coffee date. But I even think thing. back to when we quit, you quit your job. It wasn't like yeah. it was just raking it in. No, but see, that was another contentedness thing because we were able to be debt free. Mm -hmm. And so we weren't like bound to any yeah, job we were pretty whatever. free to, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I mean, obviously we always get this one a lot. I don't remember what we answered last time. Do you think you will have more kiddos? I got that over and over again. And I think last time we did this podcast, I'm pretty sure we said, what did we say? Well, we were like thinking no. We were, we were, we were I, we? I always think no when we the were babies. Thinking, what's our problem? <laughs> I always think no when the baby's like, we're five months old, and then once the baby's around one, I'm thinking yes again, so. Debt, people want to hear about debt. Um, well, the Bible says the debt, debt is not to your advantage. Right. The, the, lend, the borrower, borrower is slave to the lender. <laughs> so so it's, best, it's best never to be in debt, if you can be. Right. And if not, I mean, if, if you already are in debt, then there's no reason to hound yourself, but there is Try your best. There's though. ways to get out, and it's yeah, it's worthy. It's a worthy cause to work towards. Right, it's freedom. Forge. And there are some reasons to be in debt, but also don't let that be a pass because I think there's very few reasons to be in debt. Favorite vacation you've taken together? Oh man, I think California. Heads California. Yeah. Tails Carolina. Carolina. Tails Carolina. I don't Oh wait, heads? Do we yes, get, it's heads. Um, it definitely heads. We haven't been to Carolina. We, we wanted to. We tried to go in <laughs> 2019, then the, the hurricane, hurricane came. The old hurricane. Uh, yes, so Luke and I went to California, north 
We, we flew into San Francisco. We drove north up the coastal highway, Highway 1, I believe. 1, 101, something like that. And Both. it was pretty. We were by ourselves. I was pregnant with our fourth child. Yeah. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Because obviously we always wanted to get into the see the redwoods and right the redwoods that's that was right. pretty awesome and then the other another one that was notable was when ruthie was a baby we drove we we were we didn't want to oh, spend much money on a vacation that was great, yeah. actually you know michigan was probably our favorite oh, we well, were gosh, so we have a lot of favorites we were so frugal we yeah we were so frugal we didn't want to we didn't want to fly pay, we didn't, didn't want to pay get to get into the beach yeah that, that was that was bad we should have done that that was pretty nice <laughs> but we uh <laughs> we drove from our home here in Missouri, up through upstate. No, first we went through Ohio. We stayed on the Great Lake there. Yeah. What was it? I forget which lake that is. Somebody mm, knows it. The great one. One of the great. One of the great ones. We stayed on a camp in a campsite. We went through New York. We went to Niagara Falls. We went all the way over to the East Coast. We went through like five, six states. Back home through Pennsylvania. That was really fun. That's quite the trip. We did a lot yeah. of driving. We made salmon over our camp cook stove because we didn't want to go to restaurants. <laughs> this was when we that was probably, I don't know how much we earned at that time. So there wasn't a whole lot of extra money, but we wanted to go on vacation. And we had a great time. We did. We, yeah, we camped fun. in I remember tents like, pretty we, much yeah, the whole time. Yeah. We camped in a tent and it was like, she would wake up. You know, Ruthie. she would wake up so early. Yes. Well, it so was, we got, so she woke up at like, well, yeah, it was some like five, like five o'clock. No. no, it was like three in, in the morning crowded... because in the East coast time Oh yeah, yeah. to her, it was, it was something like four or five. It was like a really, really crowded campground and yeah, she was like, we better get up. And, but it worked out cause we got to go see like the sunrise, the sunrise on the, on, yeah. over the ocean. And, yeah. So I don't think I was. It's funny how you look back on things though, because I don't think I was that appreciative of it at the time. No. I think no. it's pretty tick that we had no. to wake up at like three Our perspective, the perspective was. <laughs> it's not fun so in, good. in the It's fun thinking about though. Yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> Sounds fun. I think you swore off tent camping. Well, no, I think it took a few more it years. It took a few more that. years. After about with ki three with, with kids. young, young, young kids. No, no, huh. I swore off tip camping the time we went to oh, the Back 40 Bluegrass Festival. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was and it May. Was yeah. No, it was May. It was Memorial Weekend. Should've so, therefore, it should have been warm. Should have been a red flag that we were the only tent there. Everyone oh. else had RVs. We had a eight-week-old baby because Eli was born in March. It was May. And I think it literally got down to 40 degrees overnight. It was cold. Which is, we just weren't prepared for, yeah. <laughs> we did eight-week-old. Ah, uh, yeah. Okay. Was it love at first sight when you saw your current property? <laughs> oh. <laughs> <sighs> for her, you. It was for, for you, me. It was. Yes. I knew we had to have it. For me, I was, no. He was harder to sell. I don't really think that happens for me, but. It never happens for him and it always happens for me. So we've looked at, before we bought our first house on Boone Street, we looked at probably, Stupid number of houses are for <laughs> real estate agents. And I loved every single one. Loved them. I always, I don't know. I it, was almost a it was almost a joke. Like, <laughs> you know, how, how much you like them every single one. Uh -huh. And so I've fallen in love with a lot of places. 
And actually I'd already fallen in love with a few places before this one. We put offers on two different properties. One I think had 15 acres, one had five. Both had old houses. I loved them both, but looking back, this one was far and away the best option of all of them. But it, it took a while for me to get over the other couple. This one, this one was <laughs> definitely the best though. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I guess I just have, I can always see how I imagine it. And this was just an you old- You get the visionary. Yeah. Rat. This was just an old country house and it didn't have any, it needed a lot of shining up, but I could see it. I remember we went down and we went on a jog after this and I tried to convince you that we needed it. It was in the fall and so it was pretty down here. It was very pretty. That's a little easier to, easier sell in the fall. Uh huh. We're like, we could live here. How does he feel about having six kids? He wishes we could return a few. <laughs> he wishes he could ask ask the questioner more more in depth more details, details about that about question. question. What do you think? They're what, my children. What are you trying? <laughs> what are you trying to get at? Oh, there was definitely question. some presumptuous questions in here where they were inferring, like they they had well, the answer in the question for you. <laughs> I just want to know. Um, so ask me again. How do you feel about having six kids, Luke? <laughs> How is she talking to six kids? I feel so blessed beyond measure, like undeserving and just so thankful for them. And like, honestly, I've never felt more at peace or more at home or more thankful until you see your first child. Uh -huh. you, you can't expect how cool it is. Yeah. In the perspective. Yeah. Whenever Ruthie was first born, you're just like, oh, like the, the, just the immense love you have for your kid. It's and also just... like lessons things, like what you know more than them that they don't know. Oh yeah, like, like, oh, you, you're so uncomfortable and you're screaming right now, but you, you know, you don't understand that this is for your yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, I remember thinking you know, that too. You have to be changed. You have to go through this pain of... Yeah, you know, uncomfortable, like you don't want to do yeah, it. Yeah, you don't want to do it, but it's for your own good. Yeah, just the perspective. And just, just the beauty of sharing life with them. She, yeah, like that is what it is. Like sharing, like the best parts of life that you found, like the, the things that you enjoy and the things that have brought you peace. Yeah. And sharing them with them and just being able to impart things and have them, hopefully, stand like head and shoulders above where you are, or where you were able to come from. Favorite thing about homestead life. We're talking about mm. how we really like the routine. Homestead life, yeah. Well, from us, from working at home, it's just like the, the peacefulness. Yeah. Just the easy, everyday, yeah, the routine. Mm -hmm. Like you said though, common, finding just co common life, like putting your hand to what sustains people. Yeah, just being able to go slow enough to take, to just the old man some stuff. Yes, look at yes. The, like to be able to like take a few minutes and okay. look at some birds. And... I have to tell the story. Okay. So the other day I was teasing Luke about how he's becoming an old man because he puts out bird seeds and watches birds. As I was telling him this, I failed to look down and realize I was literally sewing a blanket. 
And then I was telling my son this story, and he said, how dare you? I love watching birds, too. <laughs> so he didn't appreciate me making fun of you for that. No. <laughs> I, I mean, in my defense, that was more. That was also for homeschool stuff. I know because it sits outside of the picture window and where we homeschool or where you homeschool, and all the birds come up and yeah, it's a good part of homeschool. All right, a lot of people want to know how do we how we work together? Do we have fights? Do we argue? That's kind of a loaded question, isn't it? <laughs> Everyone, everyone has. Yeah. Everyone has those times, don't they? Right. Yes. I, don't, I guess everybody I can't has those speak times. For them, but um, I, I mean, I think it's good though. I think that some couples don't talk whenever they their expectations aren't being met, and I've definitely done you've this before. Learned, I've learned, learned over thirteen years that if I'm not if some expectation that I'm thinking about isn't being met that I have to tell him because he literally just doesn't know. And you can't do the girl thing where you're like, well, you should know. I can't hear. Cause it doesn't help. It doesn't help. It just makes it worse. And so, uh, no, like just, I think going back to our relationship with God, because naturally you want to get your way and you want to, yeah. You know, you want to think about yourself first. Yeah, but, and you also think that you know, you're so great. So everybody should know. Everybody should be thinking about everything in the way that you're thinking about it. Like you want to pridefully you think that other people see the world like you see it. And so if I see something That's just a lesson that marriage teaches you. Yeah, I think that, that he should also see how it should be done. To compromise. But guess what? He doesn't cuz he's different. Yeah, and we, sees the, everything differently than me. Each have our own brain. Yeah, and our own experiences. So, yeah. but yeah, that's it's a it's a tool. Marriage is a tool. Sanctifying. A sanctifying tool. So. Yes. Yeah. And so, we. And so, I think we work really well together. I think that these last three years, especially. I mean, just thirteen years of marriage, kids, everything. I mean, it's we've learned, we've grown together and we've learned how we operate and yeah, but that kind of fast forward it whenever you're yeah, with that really day. fast forwarded it, you know, yeah. When we have to actually, we can't, you know, we, we are together every day, all day. We have to move our goals forward together just to have fun. I mean, you have to, you have to let, yeah, let each other know what, what you expect. Or sometimes one party might have to reset their expectations too. <laughs> Probably that's yeah. You're 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 resetting all the time. Well, yeah. Sometimes I have to be more realistic with what all we can accomplish with six kids and everything else. All right, we're just gonna do like two more. What did your husband first think when you said you're going to start a blog? I don't know. I don't <laughs> even know what a blog was. I already tried to start one um, when Johanna was when I was pregnant with Johanna. Was that a different name? What was that one? <laughs> right. Remember I built that website on the like, desktop and uploaded it to the internet? Man, I need some serious reminiscing right now because... Um, okay. <laughs> I don't think I can handle... I don't think I can handle the truth. What's your favorite and least favorite thing about each other? <laughs> 
<laughs> My least favorite thing about you is people that ask those kind of questions that are involved with you. <gasps> what? How do you have the energy to do all that you do? Are some are there some days you want to do nada? That's nothing. Nothing at all. Nada? Was that a different language? So, <laughs> nada. Uh, there's never days where I just want to like sit around because it's just not my, my, my type, I guess you could say. But there are days when I want to go on like a family fun day, like tomorrow, where nothing at all involves hiking, antiques, coffee, and the like. Mm. And Luke's the same. I'll just go ahead and answer for you. You can just, you're, you're done. You can go ahead and leave. Just kidding. <laughs> uh, like a fun, not a day for Luke is probably like burning wood, cutting down wood, going on a <laughs> hike, <laughs> watching birds, going on a run, paddling oh. on the river. Yes, there are days when I don't want to do anything but not sit around. I know, mm. I don't like to sit around. Yeah, that's your personality. Just be productive. Yeah, and my whole family is that way. So even whenever even my family even, goes on vacation, recreation is they, don't, they don't go and do work. something where they sit. They go and ski or something like that. You might say we're high energy. You could say that. See if there's any more you want to answer. How many kids do you want? Susie Sugar Baker? I want them all. <laughs> Budgeting tips. <laughs> Don't buy nothing. What would you say to your newlywed selves if you could? That's a good one. Answer it. Um, invest in, uh, invest in Amazon now. <laughs> <laughs> what is your number one piece of advice if someone wants to buy a farm? I'd say walk the boundaries. Look at your neighbors. Um, maybe take some aerial photographs. <laughs> what did your husband do before he came home to help you with your business? I scraped dead animals off the road. <laughs> it was really something noble. I miss it. Dearly. Podcasting is fun. Did you ever have gender disappoint? If so, what'd you do? <laughs> we just had more. We just kept having them. All right, thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Simple Farmhouse Life Podcast. Uh, maybe I'll get Luke on again. If I can convince him, even after I told him that this took way too long to edit, but it was just as funny the second time around as the first. I just sat at the computer with headphones on, dying laughing. So it was fun for me, if nothing else. Let me know. You can message me on Instagram and let me know if it was funny or just obnoxious. I really don't know. If you haven't already, be sure to check out my new blogging success masterclass. You can find that at bit.ly forward slash farmhouse blogging school. As always, thank you so much for listening and I will see you in the next episode of the Simple Farmhouse Life podcast. Bye.